today on Geekity Mean Powers. They're all social justice matters. Why? Because we don't get saved, right? Femicide, ICE, especially with hysterectomies, uh, teen suicide in schools, child trafficking, domestic violence. They're all very female, very dark social justice issues. Why? Because we, like I said, we don't get saved as females, unfortunately. Um, so I can have superheroes that save us. You are listening to Geekdom Empowers, the podcast about people empowered through their geekiness. Welcome back! My name is Guy Hasson and you are listening to Geekdom Empowers. Geekdom Empowers is the podcast that highlights creators and fans in the geek world who do not often get to be highlighted. It's these people, it's us, who make up almost all of the geek world. By talking to each person, by hearing their stories, Geekdom Empowers creates a huge, giant, world-sized quilt of the geeks all around the world. Each person is a story, and together we are one story, one huge geekverse quilt. Today's guest is Caden Phoenix, which is seriously a cool name. She is the creator of the Latina Superheroes comic books in the Alabrava universe. She talks about her origin story, how she created the universe, how she created comic books when she was new to comics and has great advice for people starting out. So let's hear Caden's story. Really, that is a cool name. <laughs> Can I ask him, is it your real name? Did you give it to yourself? It is my real name. Uh, it is my legal name as well. And yes, I gave it to myself. It's very nice. Like, it is impressive. People will remember it. Yay. Thank you so much for uh, for coming. Can you tell a little bit about your origin story? Absolutely. So I'm Kaden Phoenix. I'm the writer and creator of Ala Brava. It's a universe of Latino superhero graphic novels. And my origin story is that I'm born and raised from East LA. And third generation, I went to Loyola Marymount University over here in Los Angeles as well. I majored in business administration, emphasis in marketing. And I did that for some time. You know, I did my marketing after college. It was amazing. And then I wanted a creative outlet and that started me into writing. And wait, so that- wait, wait, wait. I'm going to stop you there. That's too late for an <laughs> story. Like you're doing uh, comic books. Uh -huh. uh, can, can you go back like to the origin of comic books for you? Well, not doing, but reading. Reading, I did not start reading comic books until I started researching comic books. Actually, yeah. I didn't grow up with comics. No, I grew up with movies. Okay, so what kind of movies did you like? Oh, everything. A lot of it were musicals. So lots and lots of musical, literally anything Julie Andrews, like Sound of Music, you know, like I just Mary Poppins, anything her. Uh, my grandma loves, you know, Julie Andrews. And so I grew up, King and I, you know, like literally, you know, Richard Moreno, West Side Story. Um, I saw lots of musicals growing up on my grandpa, was my grandpa, I saw lots of action movies, you know, like the blockbusters 90 kind of stuff, as well as like Westerns, like mm -hmm. Lonesome Dove, right? Like, you know, like I saw, I saw literally, and then with my mom, it was anything Disney. So animated movies, Disney animation. So all the yeah. princesses, uh, I saw all of them. I had all their books. I had all their mugs. I had all their pens. Literally anything ancillary I had because my Wait, mom was you, all about them. As, as a father to three girls, I have to ask about Disney princesses, okay? Because, sure. yeah. you know, we've got our own sort of Halloween. We have uh, a holiday called Purim and everyone dresses up. And like 70, 80% of you know, kindergarten or the class gets dresses of the girls, Disney princesses, at least when they're young. And my girls never even considered it. 
So is watching Disney princesses, did that affect you? Did that uh, say, you know, I want to look like that. I want that kind of life. Uh, the most important thing is to be married to a handsome prince, you know, stuff like that. Oh, no, no, it didn't. not at all. I never was a Disney princess either for Halloween costumes. So good for them. I'm actually very happy about that. I was always Cleopatra, you know, because she was actually, you know, like that's queen. Like that's a legit, not even a princess. That's a queen, yeah. you know, and a, and a ruler. And so that's fine by me. My, I don't know why I never was. I, I, mean, I grew up with them, like I was saying, and I had all of them, uh, you know, even Barbies, I had millions of Barbies. But no, it wasn't, it didn't give me that mindset. It was just, of course, a girl can lead a movie. A girl, of course, a girl can go on this adventure. You know, of course, it's, it was that. It's like, of course you can do it. Because that was my mindset growing up. That was my mom's mindset that she imparted to me. Of course you can do it. Go do it. And, and I still carry that today. Like, of course I can make comics, go research it, and then go do it. You know, and that's, that's what I learned from Disney. You know, same thing. And I do see that those points are in the Disney movies and I get it. But I'm lucky that I didn't read into that. I was just like, okay, here's a story. She wins. She saves her town. She saves her castle, whatever it is. She goes through her journey and she succeeds. And it is a female at the forefront, you know, and whatever. They had the guys and they had the Prince Charming, you know, they had all these little extra things that, you know, the Stockholm syndrome and all these things that we don't see as kids. We don't understand it, which is the nice beat adults do, but we, or I didn't at least as a kid. Um, and that's fine. I mean, it worked well for me because I told you, I saw a girl at the forefront. I saw a strong female, um, you know, succeeding and getting what she wanted. And she did. Cool. Nice. Okay. Now I'm ready for uh, the writing. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's my backstory on that. In the writing, I started writing a feature length script. So movie scripts and then just practicing really honestly. And then I got better and better. I was like, okay, what can I sell? Pretend I can talk to, you know, Netflix or whomever. And if I have a script already written, what can I sell? And I was like, I can do a Latino superhero, right? Because like, that was my first thought. I was like, what do I want to see on the big screen? I will make a Latino superhero. And I did that. So I wrote out a feature length script. I shot a short film, like a sizzle. So like a little three minute, you know, live action sizzle. And I started showing people, you know, and just to get their feedback. And every single person said, where's the comic? You know, and, I, and every single time I was like, I said, there's no comic. And they're like, you should do a comic. And I said, no, like over and over every single person. I'm like, you know, and then it finally hit me. I should do a comic, right? Like the very obvious, because every single person's telling me do a comic um, because it lends towards comics, of course. And so that's the reason I pivoted. So something that's still storytelling. I just pivoted this way into the comic world. And I researched something. Then I researched comics and how to write a comic, what you need, right? Your pencil, your ink, your color, your letters, like all the, everything I taught to teach myself and it's all online. And then I started doing comics. That's good. That reminds me of uh, a guy who did the opposite thing. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, he's the one who wrote The Middleman. He wanted to do, he writes for television and he, okay. he which by the way, has a Latina superhero. Uh, hey. And it was, I think, in the early 2000s. He writes for television, but he knew that his way to control things is to first make a comic book. He, he did a comic book for, uh, I think, four issues. And then he sold the rights to that. And then he show, uh, uh, he ran, uh, he show ran the, uh, the middleman for one season, which it was a great show. And unfortunately, I did not watch one uh, season. Ah, uh, well, that's but, good. So, 
So what was the story about? Which story? My st I have five stories. Story. I, have, I have all of them. I have sure. Jalisco, Santa, Loquita, Ruka, Bandita. I have all, I have five. And then they become a team as well. Called La Brava, which is my logo here. Um, so they're, they're, La Brava means without hesitation. Okay. And so it's a story of five heroes? Yeah, they're they're each origin stories. So they're each they're five different books. So each of how they got their powers and their names. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so you did the, so you started the script, you turned them to mm -hmm. comic books, and how did people accept that? How it was very well received. Honestly, it's still being very well received. So I'm very, very fortunate. I started in 2019 with Jalisco, which is this one, the first one. She's my dancer. Mm -hmm. They dress like that. And so it was very, very well received. Um, I got interviewed. I got invited to LA. First one that not first came out in 2019, I got invited to LA Comic Con, you know, and the, the local ones, a so Wonder Con, Long Beach Comic Con. And then San Diego was coming up and then we hit pandemic. So it's 2020, you know, pandemic, everything's paused for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I continued working, of course, on my next book, which is Santa, you know, and, and started slowly ramping up. So I had more than one book going at the same time. Um, and then same, it was paused. So very well received. I got like LA, I have LA Times coming up for Comic-Con, which is really amazing. Uh, I have Univision, Telemundo, which are Spanish networks, ABC7, Eyewitness News interviewed me. Uh, spectrum uh, which is a spectrum one news station same thing i got press here and there so it, it gets found which is really nice uh, my instagram i mainly post on instagram uh who found me and i've been found by by comic-con so san diego comic-con found me on instagram you know and that's they invited me to do a panel they invited me to my table you know and so stuff like that like i'm very happy i'm very grateful honestly for all of it what do they ask you when they invite you to ABC and Telemundo and all of those uh, things? Um, it's honestly, it's kind of the usual questions. It's like, why did you, you know, why did you create a Latino super? And it's the obvious answer, you know, representation, you know, on and off the screen or on and off the page. You know, they're all Latina artists for a very good reason. But I'll say all that my characters are all Latina as well, right? My protagonist, my antagonist, my supporting, the mentor, literally everybody. And it's just for that reason, it's representation because we don't get seen, right? You can't name a Latino superhero that's mainstream besides America Chavez. Now you can, right? Which is great, but that's one. Name a white a male superhero. You can name 500, you can name 5,000, right? Like it's, there's a huge difference. It's a disparity between the two. And so those are the usual ones, you know, how, same thing like yours. How did you get started? Why? Um, what's the future for the Latino superheroes as well? You know, like really fun things that I like to think about and, and try to bring in. <laughs> when did you learn that uh, representation in superheroes can empower people? Oh, I've always mm -hmm. known that. Um, I something, I grew up with lots of movies, like I was saying. So like I'm a millennial. So in the 90s, I had all the Disney, like I was telling Disney princess, but I also had all the blockbusters. So literally anything that was a great action film. I had it right and so I kind of just merged the two and that's kind of I figured like you have the Disney princess so you have the lead female and you have something great crazy going on and they save the day and I literally just merged them and so <laughs> I've always had it in my mind like my mom's my superhero she's still my superhero you know like it's it's always been present for me so I'm, I'm trying but it, it it's not it's not a trivial question because um there weren't many Latinas, Latina heroines in uh, the blockbusters either, you know? Right. 
product. So yes. either you saw around you, like you got your, it sounds like you got your power from your mother. Uh, but around you, you must have noticed that people are not feeling that they can be as powerful, right? Um, I've always said, so my mom's same thing. I agree. My mom, my superhero, very strong. You know, my great aunt as well. They're both matriarchs in my families. Um, there's always been very amazing females in my life. So yes. And on the bigger sense, like we had Sigourney Weaver, we have Gina Davis, you know, like, and like, so female, not Latina, but female, right? Those are the nineties action movie. And also just like the fun, you know, like, um, you know, anything Gina Davis does is just fun, but it's this uplifting anything Ben Miller does, right? Like even the musicians, even though it's not movies, but the musicians are strong and powerful on their own. And I grew up with that stuff, like Linda Ronstadt, right? She stands on her own. And so those, those are always the people that I grew up with, you know, I was saying the inside, but watch those are the people I watched and I grew up with. So for me, they were saying, they're still my superheroes. Uh, they're still going, they're still doing their institutes, you know, and they're still fighting for equality. Just that extra layer of it is here's a Latina, right? Because that's still female, but here's a Latina that is also female, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just fighting for everything. All right. And, um, there are many, I know from, uh, I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda's reaction to uh, some of, to some of the reactions to uh, the Heights movie that just came out. Yes. Uh-huh. And there are some, so there are some, I, I don't remember which one. There, mm-hmm. there are some sections of uh, society that, that felt they were not represented uh, right. in that. So when you say Latin, like there are so many uh, types and countries of origin and, you know, it's how to represent everyone. So I agree. How do you choose who to, who to put in? Well, I, for me, it's kind of like a learning curve. Um, there are something, and The Heights was a great movie, literally like how long ago till we had our last Latina musical, right? Our closest is West Side Story. And that's like a mix, mm-hmm. right? And Sharks and Jets, you know, so it was half of us. But, it, you know, like we don't have those musicals, which is unfortunate. Like, here we go. We had a really great, you know, it was a great stage play. And it's like it presented very well in features, you know, version as well. Um, will there be critiques or yes, there will always be critiques. I get critiqued on my books and I'm not even done with my book series yet. But I, get, I do get told things left and right, you know, and that is fair. I can, you know, that's part of, you know, being out in the public. You do get critiqued. Mm-hmm. Um, I choose, I do the best I can. You know, the rule is always do the best you can to, you know, better. And so did I, like, I tried, you know, I, I didn't say, I didn't cover everybody. I failed, but I did try, you know, here's my Mexican. Here's my first generation Tejana. So my Texan girl, you know, Puerto Rican, Cuban from Miami, you know, Ruka is my Estela Chicana. So Chicana, Estela, you know, and then Bandita, Dominican gunslinger from New York. So I got a little bit of different heritages within the Latina scope because Latina scope is literally all of Western hemisphere, the US southward, right? So yeah. it is huge. I failed because I did not get South America. And I do realize that. Um, but I do have, I'm doing a volume two. But the same thing, it's like, it's not over yet. You know, I'm not done. My volume one is origin, origin. The ones I told you, all those five origin stories and then the team. But I can create more and I will create yeah. more. Uh, and I did realize that, but same thing. It, it's, it's a process. It's, I'm not excusing myself. I'm just saying there will be more and there will be like a Colombian, there will be a Brazilian, you know, like I, cause I literally must, there's a Chilean. Uh, I literally must everybody, not everybody, but I, I tried my best within my five. I, I, um, I didn't ask my question accusingly. I was, thinking, <laughs> no, there's so many kinds, you can't possibly have represented yeah. everyone. Um, yeah. All right. That's true. So, 
So how did you, like when, once you started, how did you get people to notice it or to read it? Well, I come from marketing. I don't know if that helps or not, but I come from marketing. So social media is just marketing. That's free marketing is what you realize, right? Because you're posting, you're like, here, here's advertising, you know, does, do you get conversion, right? Do you get the sale? And so I like social media. I like social media anyway, because it's a nice little escapism and like my mental break for a minute. And then I go back to work. Like it works for me very, very well. Um, so um, social media is huge. And then like, I used to go to Comic-Con, I still go to Comic-Cons, but I used to go to Comic-Con as an attendee. So I was always on the other side. So it wasn't that hard to bridge over and be like, Hey, can I get a table? Or, Hey, you know, can we, you know, anything? Um, can you give me a discount or can I be a guest or can I, may I be invited? And so that's what happened. Like people, people are very amazing. They understand, they understand the point. They understand the, you know, the importance of it. And so like, they do help me out. Lots of people help me out on, in that fact. And they're like, Hey, have you signed at this comic book store? They're really cool. And I was like, no, I don't know them. They're like, call them, you know, and I do. And so they let me sign and, the, and my books stay there at their comic book store. And so little things like that, you know, cause you, I do get the, I, like I said, I get very well supported. Um, and I'm very fortunate in that sense. Interesting. And um, the more you write, you notice that more people are picking up, are picking up the book or reading them. I mean, the books. And you yeah. feel your audience growing. Oh, absolutely. But there's also because there was a pause in the pandemic. So pre-pandemic, I had one book. Now we're still pandemic, but you know we're tail end of pandemic. Hopefully, I have three books. Soon to be four books next week. So it's a huge difference from one book, me presenting with one book for me presenting with four books. So yes, bigger crowd, absolutely. But it's also people are free and they can go to a Comic-Con now. You know, still more masks, but at least we can go to a Comic-Con. And now I have four books. Right? So huge disparity already just because of those two, those two factors, exterior factors. Interesting. And how do you see like the future of that? I have a guess, but can Go ahead. I want to hear your guess. <laughs> uh, do you want to uh, play in that? Because uh, I saw that you're also an actress. I don't act now. No. I, I mean, I have credits, but I'm not an actor at all. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I do want to see it as a movie, though. I do want to see it as a TV series, whether it's animated or live action. Honestly, it doesn't matter. One gets me the other, and one gets me the other regardless. They all cross, right? Like, think of Ninja Turtles or Batman, right? And then this is my doll, because I, I, I like dolls. Uh, and that's her dress with the little blades. Of course, little fake blades on it. Well, but, like, you said that super fast. That, that's, that, yeah, it's... Blades. It's, yeah, I see, I see the blades on the... Uh, that's an action figure from one of the superheroes. Yeah, this is Jalisco. This is this one. The one with the blades. So, so how'd you get... How'd you get uh, the action figures then oh that one my guest with action figures oh that's a great guess uh so i want those so my friend made me a custom doll that i mean the barbie itself is really elena de avalor so it's an established doll but the dress itself my friend made it you know she sewed it for me nice yeah very nice thank you i'm trying to you know in comic in uh give them in pals i'm i'm doing two things, more than two things. I'm following from personal stories like yours of yeah. people who get empowered through uh, the geekiness, uh, in this case, comics and superheroes, but yeah. also uh, people who listen are people who are trying to do that. So uh, is there any advice you can give to people who are uh, new? Yeah, you know, absolutely. 
of research, know your world, whether it's comics, whether it's film or, you know, anything, research your world and understand the history behind it. And so in that, for that reason is one, like my main thing, the first thing I did was look up besides how to make a comic, but what are the best comics ever made? Right. And it's V for Vendetta. It is the killing joke. It is literally, it's literally anything Alan Moore, honestly, you know, but like it's those and like you research, you're like, okay, what, or Watchmen, of course. Watchmen was on every one of their answers, like of all the video, the YouTubes I saw, you know, and she's like, okay, great. So I read all those books. I bought, I got all the books and I read them. And I was like, what made these, everybody say that these are the best graphic novels ever in the world, you know? And like, you start something, research your world, understand your world. So then you can understand how to, how to amplify it or how to make it better, right? How to twist it. And so that's what I try to do a little bit with my books, right? Like Watchmen does three by threes. So three panels across, three panels down. I do four by fours, not as much anymore. But like, if you look at the first three books, they're really four up and four across every single one, right? Because it's very, very, it's easier to read um, for me. And then, you know, you start expanding, you start reading the other stuff and you're like, okay, what else can I do? But literally understand your world. Um, That's always number one. And then understand your purpose. Uh, why are you there? What is your actual mission? It's not just to make money. What is your actual goal? Um, and that'll help drive you. Um, that helps drive me. That's a very, mine's very easy, right? Because I just want equality. They're all social justice matters. Why? Because we don't get saved, right? Femicide, ICE, especially with hysterectomies, uh, teen suicide in schools, child trafficking, domestic violence. They're all very female, very dark social justice issues. Why? Because we, like I said, we don't get saved as females, unfortunately. Um, so I can have superheroes that save us. So at least, you know, and it's just that, like, know your purpose, know your mission, understand your world prior or your research before that. And who does, like, do you do all the work in the comic books? Or no, you write- I don't do the art at all. No, I'm not the artist. I'm the writer. How'd you get an artist? Oh, I got so lucky. So it goes with my dumb luck. So I researched, right? And sending Instagram, um, social media, but really Instagram. I looked up different artists. There's hashtags, women who draw, women who illustrate, but I looked it up too. I did not know that prior. And then I went and through and I was like, okay, I figured out my tone board. And then I said, okay, these are the people I like. And I started saving, you know, the profiles. And I just wrote them. I cold wrote all of them. And then one of them I met here in LA to be a penciler. And she's, and I asked her, I was taking her dinner and I was asking her and she said, and I said, do you want to be a penciler? She said, no. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, but I'll be your colorist. And I will give you a tweet because I have X amount of thousands of followers on my Twitter and they're all artists. And I said, okay. And so she did it. She put Latina, um, Latina creator looking for Latina artists for Latina superhero, drop your port. Right. And like, I got 60 something responses. So I went through all of theirs and I got all the rest of my artists there. It was simply just because she gave me one tweet. And then from there, same thing. I try to use them again. If, if they'd stay on or if they're not busy, I try to use the same artist. And then it's referrals. I say, hey, who do you know? And they're like, this person, right? And they give me their profiles. And I look at their, I look at their portfolios. I look at their Instagram, their websites, anything, DeviantArt. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, and I see if their work matches in, in style. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And how do you figure out how to, to, to actually publish the thing physically? Um, I just went online. <laughs> Everything I learned online. I don't have any um, anyone to help me out otherwise, honestly. Um, but there's print publishing places. You look up quotes, which is what I did, what, which one made the most sense for me in regards to quantity. And then, of course, the price, a price per unit as well, when it broke it down. And then I found, um, I found two, one overseas and one here in the U.S. And they're both great. 
and then it's a quick upload. So it's a, it's a straight to print. So, you know, my, my graphic designer, which is my letterist, she gives me one whole pro, you know, one whole file and then the front cover and the back cover with the spine and then upload it. And then I say, they print it out and they send it to me. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Is there anything else like that I didn't ask you that you wanted to say that you want to mention? Um, I don't think so. I, I think your questions are actually really good. I like them a lot. Um, no, I, I enjoy the process. I mean, it, it's a lot of community. It's a collaboration. Um, if you guys don't know that, I said, I come from film, so everything is the exact same thing. It is a collaboration, right? Like if you don't have lights, you don't have camera, you don't have actors, you don't have director, like you literally have nothing. You need all of them to work, especially obviously post-production with the editors, but it's the exact same thing. You need literally everyone to work. You need the pencil, the inker, the colorist, the graphic designer, the letterist, the writer, the creator, if they're not the same person, the publisher, the editor. Um, and so, you know, I enjoy the process. I think it's really fun and it's part of it, you know, in, in creating, because you're all creating one product under the same mission and in the same mentality as to the reason why. Thank you so much to Caden for telling us a story. If you want to see more of her, you can find her at the website, latinasuperheroes.com. Caden's Instagram is Caden Phoenix. Latina Superheroes Instagram is Latina Superheroes. On Twitter, she's Caden underscore Phoenix. All those things are in the show notes. Episode 50 is coming up. Last time, I mistakenly thought we were at episode 48, but we're at 47. This is 48. That's because either I can't count or, or I'm not organized or both. Oh, I just, you know, wrote the wrong episode number. We've got Bill Plimpton for episode 50, so stick around for that special episode. He has so much advice for how to do your own thing. And next time, because there's always a next time, we talk to a geek who became an editor of Geeks. So stick around for that. What did you think about this episode? Email me at guy.hasson at geekdomingpowers.com and let me know if I can read that on the podcast, by the way. Please send me emails, please. Anyway, we've got... <laughs> the website is geekdomingpowers.com on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We're at geekdomingpowers and the new YouTube is up. Go subscribe, see all these great episodes. Uh, they're more fun to watch if you watch the people. I'm trying to upload one, two, or three a day until we catch up. Right now, we are, uh, I think we are, I have 10 episodes up. If you want to check out my other podcast, The Squash Buckler Diaries, it's a daily epic fantasy experiment. Feel free to check it out, The Squash Buckler Diaries. I will see you next time, and for now, have an empowered day.